I'm going to ask you a tough question. I completely forgot what we were just talking about 30 seconds ago, which prompted me to push record because I thought it was so good. Yes. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Oh, I remember your qualifications for um, playing or performing at our show is that you not be a sack of shit. That was your line. Yes. Okay. Not just any sack of shit. They've got to have some merit for being there. How do you... Like I said, anybody in the jazz industry, Mm -hmm. uh, anybody with some jazz in them, jazz people, jazz people are welcome to come. So we're looking potentially for... I don't want somebody with the... Just an acoustic guitar sitting there singing country songs or some. Yes, right. right. Unless they're naked, like well, okay. Forrest Gump's girlfriend. Oh, remember? No. Yeah, no, no more nakedness. Maybe guitars are played out. I'm kind of done with guitars. Yeah, no, you know no. Like I, mean? I said, let's just stick with jazz. Like a jazz guitar would be great. But let's just stick with jazzy people. Find jazz guitars, jazzy I'll people. accept. If you are a jazz <clears throat> performer, what about saxophones? I'll accept saxophones. Wow. Unless they're unless they're looking like they're you know making okay. love to it. Let's like let's, play it fucking normal and you know what I mean. Don't come looking at me like a fucking Kenny G. We will invite saxophone players to our poetry reading and haiku battle, but under two conditions is what I'm hearing. Condition number one: you cannot gyrate sexually with your saxophone. That's a no That's no. You're out right away. That's correct. I, the second criteria: if you will accept this friendly amendment. No Kenny G clarinetti saxes. Like, no, none of those. That's a fake sax. That long, skinny, like, tenor one, like, that one's off limits. That one's stupid. It's got to look like the cool sax with the little J action. Okay, first of all, there's no fucking such thing as a cool sax. Second of all, I don't know what Kenny G's thing is, but I don't think a clarinet sax is a thing. I think those are two different instruments. But whatever it is, I whatever, no, no, if you, whatever you want to ban is great with me because all those instruments are fucking It's shitty. a saxophone that identifies as a clarinet. Oh, yeah. That's pretty dumb. It's clarinet sexual. Clarisexual. I feel like we've started the show. We have, apparently. Welcome to Burn and Rave. This is where Ryan and I get together. I was at Vera's the other day, as I am, four, five, six, seven days a week um someone asked Vieras has a you problem because you're there a lot but you don't spend a lot that's true you're just kind of a I broke do, ass bar fly i do take up a lot of time in that booth for like three dollars yeah but let me ask you this actually i feel guilty so i like i like a, a cheap paps cold simple poor i'll even pay the extra you're just going through some buzzwords real quick Chipotle Ranch. Good stuff. Synergistic. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just wondering what you were doing. You were going through like poor, cold. Well, I was, ex- I was advertising delicious paps on draft at Vieira's. Poor? I didn't poor. say poor. You said poor. P-O-U-R. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. 
But I mean, that, that doesn't describe anything. That's just how it gets in the glass. That describes how it gets in the glass, I guess. But that's not a, like a describer that someone's going to buy. Well, that beer pours? Holy shit. Well, some pour well, better than others. stuck in the can. <laughs> Can't get it out. You know, you can get a canned one for 25 cents cheaper. But At the I, bar? I feel this is true. I'm not a big drinker, but I feel like if you're going to drink at a bar why would you get a can of anything you could that's easy you want them to pull that fucking lever and shit to come out that's the experience it depends <clears throat> depends on what kind of serving situation you got they come in pint glasses yes of course if they come in like big old steins yes okay if they come i don't know some of them have shitty little cups they're kind of dumb i'd rather oh, just have a bottle that's an interesting but i don't want a can either Mm, no there's always long necks so what i'm hearing is if you see draft but the cups are shitty like red plastic well, no 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 i mean like i don't want some fancy little cup that holds six ounces of beer oh that's like those 10 percenters drink like 80 of those that's a fancy beer no no but i mean they're still dumb i want a pint glass it's got to be a big heavy okay rrr, okay i can feel it boot one of the big old boots like they drink out of in germany you know what i'm gonna work on that i think i can get you a boot well, I don't drink anymore. So. Do you ever feel guilty ordering a drink that takes too long to make? I don't think I've ever done it. Well, I mean, I used to order like Long Island iced teas. That sounds like a long drink to make. Holy shit, brother. It's like, it's five different liquors. And then like a splash of Coke on the top for color. It's, woo, it's a night ender. Nice. Or if you were me, it's a night starter and ender and continuer. See, I would never put a bartender through that. I feel like that's bar ethics. You got to go two gin and tonic. Two ingredients tops. God damn it. We used to go to like bars in the Sunset Strip in Hollywood. Uh, and someone would order like a mojito or something. Bastard. And this asshole would pull a sprig of mint off of a plant oh. and put it in a mortar and pestle. And it looked like he's jerking off mm. for 20 minutes, smashing this shit up. I'm like, God damn it. Can you just give me a bud and a bottle? Right. And they hand me a bud in a bottle, and he slides it across the bar, and he says, $18. And I slid it back across the bar, and I said, no, thank you. Wow. Yeah. You did that? Oh, yeah. You were just playing, like, with the hockey puck, like, fucking air yeah, hockey with him? I'm not paying for that. Damn. Well, to be fair, I was buying mine at the bar at the hotel where John Belushi died. So, that's probably why the market values are so much you higher. You should have poured one out for Belushi. At eighteen dollars a bottle, bro, he's worth twenty. In the nineties, wow. Yeah, I forgot you were that old. Well, the, here's the thing, though. They only had like one six pack in a cooler. Like this is not the bar where they sell beer. I think that's why it was so expensive. Some of the drinks were less expensive, but I don't like drinks that much. Um, I'm going to remove this cardigan. It's good because it's tripping me out. It's starting to feels like a sport coat. Feels very professorial. It does. I feel you feel it like does. you're in my office I'm now. A, I have to warn you that. Under, oh God damn it! You ripped the sleeves it's tank off your top. t-shirt. I know. I you ripped the sleeves off your t-shirt. I put the cardigan on. That's not on. a tank top. A tank top is made as a tank top. That was made as a t-shirt, and you ripped the sleeves off. Well, I didn't rip the sleeves off. I'm not an animal. Whatever I you've done, scissored it's... them off. I gotta say though. The sleeveless shirt is much cooler than a tank top. I Thank don't like you. tank tops. Thank you. But the sleeveless shirt, yeah. Thank you. I feel like that's the nicest compliment you've ever given me. I decided to see if I could drive home the other day from my daughter's apartment in Davis. Okay. In the slow lane. Okay. So I just wanted to get in the slow lane. And just spend the whole... And just chill time. out. Okay. That's what I thought. And just 
stay there and get home. No worries, right? None of this stressing out. Straight away, there was a problem. Because by the time I got to the end of the on-ramp, I was already going twice the speed of the, of, the po- <laughs> of the folks in the slow lane, right? So I had to bring her on down, ease her on up. But once I settled in, it was okay. Okay. Kind of. It was relaxing, though. You don't have any asshole in a high-powered BMW flashing his lights you know, at you to get over so he can pass, so he can be stuck in front of the guy that you were just stuck in front of. It's just a, a billion miles of space. In a slow lane. In the granny lane, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just, nobody pays attention to you either. It's great. I think I saw a few folks masturbating over there. In a slow lane? Yeah. Wow. Like all kinds of weird shit going on. And like all the guys in the slow lane, they all look like the kind of guy that's, with a woman that came with a set of keys from a bowl by her front door at Margaret's house. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Not really. Like, like, like a little bit of upside down pineapple party kind of oh, deal. Oh, the that's, slow lane is where the fucking kinda, swingers that's it, Well, that's what it looks like. That's wow. what it looks like. But, hmm. you know, it was all kind of, it was just kind of easy going. It wasn't bad. And that's what I was going to say. Until I got to Stockton. And then everything changed, Sam. That goddamn city's a free-for-all. I, re- I come up on some idiot in his fucking... Whatever these new El Caminos they're making are called. Right? Like a Ford Maverick or something. Who's moving a barbecue who couldn't be bothered to put a strap on it. Wow. So he's driving around with a barbecue with wheels on it. So he's going like five. <laughs> five on the freeway. And the barbecue's rolling behind it's just, him? It's just sort of rolling around in the back of his little Maverick there. Is anyone cooking f- back there? They could have been. He wow. wasn't even... Oh, my God. It was so frustrating. And then, of course, by this time, you know, because I'm late to the party on the lane change, so all the semis are already on my fucking, mm. you know, left. So I can't get over. I'm stuck behind this idiot. And Wow. Oh, Stockton. I got a question for you. What fucking party are you going to in Stockton, and how come no one told you never to do that? You never accept invitations to parties I was in simply passing through Stockton on my way home from Davis. Bro, you got to go around. You got to take that around. fucking... Yeah. You got to take 12 over to 116 yes. up across the river. Bro, you got to go Stockton at all costs. Stockton. Stockton. My wife works in Stockton. It's a oh, gnarly place. I'm sorry. I only I only know what the news tells me. Oh yeah, it's it's gross. Wow. So is she pretty gangster? My wife? Yeah. Oh what, yeah. What is she repping? What set? Stockton? I didn't yeah, I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to tell you something sort of kind of an epiphany I had. It's not funny or anything, but just like Epiphany, you say? Hmm. It's a fancy word for a moment of illumination. Yeah, I get it. It's just a fancy word for this show. Wow. (laughs) I was sort of relaxing today, marveling at Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm, last few mm -hmm. days of my life. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, wait. Mm. Like the past few days that you've just lived? Yeah. Or the last few days as in you're about to die in a few days, and these are the last few days? No. I just want to clarify. First of all... I don't know if these because are I my want last some of your stuff. Well, I nobody knows if these are their last. Right, few but I mean, has a doctor recently told you, sir, you will be dead in three days? No, but that's why I don't see doctors. Oh, you know what I'm saying? If nice. you avoid them, you have no disease. Well, until someone tells you you have only three days to live, 
You keep going. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. The saying you have three days to live is jinxing Dude, it. Tell That's me. all doctors are doing. They're goddamn jinxing us. You know what Motherfuckers. happens? When you tell someone... No tap backs. How many stories you told someone, they're like, oh, I'm sorry, he only has six months to live. And then... They live 12 months, 18 months, two years, and they go, that doctor was wrong. He went from six, they give him six months, and he's now lived five years. Here's the thing. I think when doctors say that shit, it's kind of like a pep talk, right? In a football game, they're like, you only got six months to live. And then you're like, I'll show you. And your whole body, your whole body changes, metamorphoses into a fucking killer, and it fights back. See, I think that's what happens. So go ahead, tell me I got three days to live. Here's my epiphany. Mm. Doctor tells you, you get six months to live. You get healthier. Doctor doesn't want to look like an asshole. <laughs> Doctor hires us mm. to make sure you only got six months to live. <sighs> they you know avoid I mean? the malpractice lawsuit by hiring us to assassinate the patient. <laughs> <and> <laughs> I don't know where you get this language. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about making mm. sandwiches and stuff. Right. I'm With rat saying, poison. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're so bad at this. The doctor gives you three months to live. Mm-hmm. You're feeling better. We make sure you we, you meet your deadline. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yes. I, I Wink, wink. Nudge, I nudge. see where you're going with mm-hmm. this. All right. All right. I could be And a the resource. doctor floats us a few bucks. Yeah, yeah. And he looks like a genius. Or just some pills we can sell them on the street for double instead of cash. You know Good what I'm point. saying? We get paid in pills. Good point. Yeah, yeah. You know, we should probably sample the pills first, make sure they're good. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's start there. We got to make sure it's safe for the children. Yeah. So let's. Yeah. Definitely not going to turn into second dicks and alleys in six months. Do you think that's the job you would do if you were unfortunately unemployed? And a drug ad- drug addict. Yeah. Like what know. I'm saying, if if you got fired from this show or your job, would you immediately start sucking dick? <laughs> Or, or would you wait, you know, a month or two? I'd, I'd probably get on Indeed for a while first. Oh, check out some options. Oh, I thought you were going to get on Indeed to get those good dick sucking jobs. I don't think those are on Indeed. That's mm, Craigslist. They're definitely on sites. Indeed. Oh. Indeed. Indeed. Mm. Indubitably. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to take a big deep breath because I'm feeling mm. like a radical shift in my energy. Do you know what I'm saying? Ooh. Now I'm going to do 17 kegels. <laughs> do them with me, everybody. One, two. No. 17. Not in unison. Can I get one kegel nope. out of you? No. No. It helps your brain. Now that we're talking about it, it sends nope. signals. Well, even if I did, you wouldn't know. Bro, I can, I know. I can see in your <laughs> cheekbones. Like, Bro, you can't, you can't see me elevating. You don't see a little elevation happening. Don't, I don't care. I don't want to see s- it. You got to do the kegels. No. No. And I got to get your abs. It's not about diet or sit-ups. You get those kegels and then you do the breathing through the diaphragm. You can get fucking shredded, dude. Kegels. Kegels. I can tell you're doing abs. I can tell you're doing them. Listen. Kegels are going to shred your abs? Oh, yeah. Flexing your anus is going to Oh, yeah. There's your... an anus-ab connection. Oh. oh. yeah. Yeah. It's the golden... Not, not just... It's what? <laughs> it's the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> That's what it's called. The, the So there's the, there's the ABC that goes forward, the ass-ball connection. Mm, ass and now ball you've connection. Yeah. 
you know, the the thing between the two mm-hmm. locations, mm-hmm. and then you got the other one. Now the would you say the ass gut Gate. connection? Yeah, the golden ass ab. Yeah, the golden triangle. But really, I did read a book that on kind of like mental health therapy like like healing yourself with your mind and there was this sort of kegel brainstem connection like if you can lock your diaphragm in squeeze that kegel fucking feel that shit going up the back into your brain like you'll get immediately smarter it's kind of like holding in a fart when you're dating like as a teenager you ever do that for too long i don't remember oh come on i'm pretty good Sneak him out. Going to shoot him off to the side. No, Get somebody no. else blame for it. No, that that happens when you're dead. But prior to that, <laughs> you can't do nothing but get that stomach ache. I mean, it is the worst. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, I'm sure I'm familiar. Oh, yeah. I never told you my big, deep epiphany. Oh, I thought we did that. Mm. Oh. I haven't even gotten there. Oh, yeah. Your stories are also boring. I feel like our show is mostly me trying to tell you a story and then never quite getting there. Yeah, I'm pretty good at preventing these stories from happening. <laughs> I'll keep my mouth shut this time, I promise. Well, no, you don't have to. This is not really a story. It's just an epiphany I had, and I'm sort of proud of it. Okay? But I was just thinking. I had gone from a donor party with very wonderful affluent people who helped build this beautiful new space. Right. And I immediately picked up my (laughs) dear homeless friend, Tim and drove him to Vieira's and we had a beer and you know, that's a totally different shift in environment. A dichotomy. It is a dichotomous relationship. And you know what? I just sort of floated freely between them, and I, I, I feel like that's my biggest flex in life. Um, and when is the party at uh, intermission for the workers that actually built the place? Well, we had... Are, are you asking for an invitation? Because you've been banned. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm oh. sure I have. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, you're on the list. I'm just saying. You're blacklisted. So anyway, that's my point. Floating between these two dichotomous worlds is like wonderful and I feel very fluid and I think that's really, I'm very proud of that. That's my point. Some people feel uncomfortable in one space and comfortable in another and comfortable and I feel like I've... You go both ways. I like, yeah, I'm socially very bisexual. <gasps> Yeah. Bisocial? Oh, bro. I'm very bisocial. I might be trisocial. What do they call it when, like, you want to bang every... Polysocial. <laughs> bang every... <laughs> everything. Just yeah. give it to me. No, that's a that's a thing. Pan, Gross. Pan. Gross is another... Pan, poly, amorous, intercorsality. Mmm. You fuck everything. Mmm. Yeah, it's real. Are you ready for a joke-off? We've never introduced a joke-off before. We just come in with a ding, ding, ding. Well, I want to introduce a joke-off. I want to joke you off. Well, no, I don't want to introduce a joke-off. Let's just do the joke-off the way we've been doing the joke-off. This is the introduction. No, we're going to do the ding, ding, ding. Well, we're going to put that right here. We're going to do that, too. We shouldn't be wasting all this time. Joe's going to do that. Joe doesn't do that. We do that. Joe, insert ding, ding, ding here. All right. Ding, ding. Okay. So you want me to go first? Yeah. Why do elephants have pink toenails? Why? So they can hide in jelly bean jars. 
I don't really like writing one-liners in my comedy. They feel a little cheap and easy, like your mom. I wish Halloween came more than once a year. I truly enjoy poisoning children. I don't go to a therapist. I go to my urologist for advice, since I'm always thinking with my dick. No, it's your turn. Oh, no. I don't have any. Oh, you're out? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to drop this fucking joke because this is the kind of joke that makes me laugh out loud. Apparently. But it's probably not funny to anyone. It may, may, anyway, it may make me sound like an asshole. But remember, it's just a joke popped in my head. The universe downloaded some stupid shit. Here it is. I said, um. <laughs> this is so stupid. Hold on. Uh, staying fit mm, makes jacking off way better. Otherwise, you're just jerking off a fat guy. <laughs> uh, that made me laugh. <clears throat> All right. Hey, this is another bonus round. <laughs> Have you met Jay-Z? I didn't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Have you met Jay-Z? I don't think so. Okay, wait. Let's set this one up. You don't have to set anything up. You've told the joke. It's great. No, I haven't even finished. Wait. We're going to... This rehearsal is behind the scenes burn and rave rehearsal. The answer to the question I ask you is going to be no, okay? So I ask you a question. You say no, and I finish with the answer. Don't worry about the show. I'm just... just uh, I haven't quite been in this giggly space in a while. I apologize to our listeners and to you, Ryan. It's very unprofessional. <clears throat> Have you met Jay-Z? No. Mm, I didn't think so. Or else he would have 100 problems. <laughs> Come on. I just liked it better when you said I didn't think so. But that's probably because I didn't get the reference at first. Okay. I think I have come up with a great comeback for little hip kids in the school system. Okay? And we're going to practice. Your answer is just no, because that's going to be the natural answer. So, I say, this kid's a bully, a little punk, whatever. And you go, hey, you ever met Jay-Z? No. I didn't think so. Otherwise, he'd have a hundred problems. Now that, you don't seem to feel moated. <laughs> but, no, it's... Now see, in hip-hop culture, as the expert on this show, Jay-Z had a very famous song called, I Got 99 Problems. I figured. But a bitch ain't one. You see? So if now he has a hundred problems, you're the bitch. You just added, I basically called you a bitch. Mm. But you got to know the references. And I'm, I'm willing to bet that most people will get that Probably. reference. Of a certain age and tan line level. 
Mm. Maybe. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. <laughs> <laughs>